It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross, and yes! Touchdown, did he get it? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome on in to another edition of the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on a Wednesday, a high school football Wednesday, a playoff Wednesday, really. When we look at girls' soccer, those games are underway, just getting started right now. Uh, so a lot of different things that are taking place. We'll update you on what's happening, where, how you can follow along. Utah Jazz were in action last night. A few observations from that game. Um, and uh, Utah State football getting ready for Colorado State. Some comments today from Jay Norvell from some of his players. We'll look at some of the, uh, the, the stats, the numbers, what their season has looked like so far, and things to observe about Colorado State coming up for their game on, when, or, uh, on Saturday, 5 o'clock kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Um, and then some, some I, I don't know if I want to say controversy with some star athletes in the news, but um, certainly there's some behavior from star athletes that gets to our would-you-rather question for the day on this Wednesday. So we'll throw that out there. And always love to have you participate as well. Phone lines are open. Uh, difficult for me to take the call, but if you want to try to call since I'm flying solo today, you can, 435-752-1069. Or the preferred method today probably would be the text line, which I would encourage you to text into the program with a question or a comment, 435-339-0321. So, no Jason Walker today. Uh, his mouth is working properly. I did see him briefly today. We spoke, so I know he can put words together. Uh, but he is on his way to Cottonwood to call the uh, football game for the Logan High Grizzlies. And that game will be available in multiple different places on KVNU, 610 AM, 102.1 FM. That is a tradition and relationship that has been going on for over 70 years, uh, having Logan High Sports on KVNU. It's a long, rich history of uh, having Logan High on that radio station, and it continues. Uh, but it, that's not the only way to uh, check out what's going on there with the Grizzlies at the Colts. Uh, we'll have video option is va- uh, available also on CashValleyDaily.com. Uh, the other road game involving a Region 11 team, is the Ridgeline Riverhawks going over the hill to take on Box Elder in Brigham City. And a slight change there on who our team is that's going to be calling the play-by-play there. It'll be Nick Zollinger and uh, Ryan Lawrenson. Uh, Ryan has helped out on a game earlier this year. Uh, Dave Simmons is on the road. He's unavailable. So Nick is normally part of that broadcast crew. So I uh, trust those two guys will continue to do a great job of of uh, putting together a solid broadcast for us, and that'll be on 104.5 The Ranch. That's been the home of the Ridgeline River Hawks since that school opened, and also video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. A couple of home games 
on this Wednesday night. If you want to see some high school football but not travel out of the area to see it, you've got Mountain Crest at home hosting Maple Mountain. And uh, the, the Mustangs uh, hosting the Golden Eagles. That'll be on 107.7 KLZX. Jake Ellis and John Olson on the call. And also video streaming on Cash Valley Daily. And last but not least, Bear River at home tonight taking on Salem Hills. And that'll be on 104.9 The Ranch in Box Elder County with Clint Payne and Jardine Nesson on the call. And uh, great uh, ways to stream that and, and to follow along on Cash Valley Daily as well. So a lot of different ways to follow and, and keep up to date with what's going on in local high school football on a Wednesday night because of the fall break and no, no school on Thursday or Friday, uh, at least for a lot of these Utah schools. Um, 5338 texting in on our full court press text line. Please remember to keep a safe distance when taking my photo. I'm always willing to lend a helpful hand. Signed, Devontae Adams. <laughs> uh, you know what? This is, uh, he was officially cited today. So this guy who was, uh, he, he didn't have a camera in his hand, but he had some equipment. It looked like, uh, um, some kind of a pole that you would put some kind of a camera equipment on or a light on. And he comes uh, running across in, right in front of Devontae Adams as Adams is trying to get to the locker room after losing at Kansas City. And he was involved in two bad plays at the end of the game, which really kind of cost his team not getting two feet down on a great throw, which would have put the team in field goal range. And then running into Hunter Renfro and knocking each other down on the very last offensive play for the Raiders, and uh, which essentially those two plays, bang, bang, um, kind of cost the Raiders opportunity to get into field goal range to kick the game-winning field goal. So he's upset, and he's coming off the field. He's got a visor on. He still has his helmet on, head down a little bit, and some guy just all of a sudden runs right in front of him and Adams you know, pushes him out of the way. And so the, the guy falls down, and uh, then he, you know, I don't want to try to get inside his head, and a lot of people have tried to assume what he's thinking and why he's doing what he's doing, but he had somebody transport him to the hospital to be examined and filed a police report, and so now Devontae Adams has been cited for pushing this guy down, who was maybe maybe 165 pounds, soaking wet. I mean, he was a skinny guy, not a lot to him, so you're going to bounce off of Devontae Adams pretty easily. But I, I think the whole thing is is silly and and shouldn't – I think it's being way overblown. There was a certain camera angle that was certainly making the rounds Monday night that looked like it was pretty egregious. But when you look at it from another camera angle, which would have been more of Adam's point of view, which was coming up right behind him, this guy kind of appears out of nowhere, is in his space, and Adams is getting him out of the way. Now, you shouldn't he shouldn't put his hands on him and shove him to the ground. I'm not excusing that. I mean, that's you, you, sh- you can get him out of your way, but you don't have to push him to the ground. I'm sure he didn't mean to push him all the way to the ground, but push him out of his space. But the fact that this guy is going to file a police report, I don't know. I think that's overkill and overdoing it. 
Uh, and actually, that gets to our Would You Rather uh, Wednesday question. It's related to Devontae Adams um, in his situation, uh, but it's also related to another situation that uh, became quite a hot topic last week and uh, continued and flared up again a little bit just recently with Draymond Green. Uh, he reportedly was fined by his team, to, uh, had a self-imposed uh, banishment, if you will, stepping away from the team for about a week, and uh, allegedly back with the team today. He uh, uh, reportedly apologized to Jordan Poole, apologized to his family, uh, went to social media to say, hey, that was, in the moment, it didn't seem like that much, but when I've seen it on video, then it was bad, that was a bad look, and I'm embarrassed, and that was not good, yada, yada, yada. Well, Steve Kerr met with the media for the first time today on this issue and uh, talked about the the course of action from the Golden State Warriors as an organization with Draymond's uh, you know, infraction, if you will, and uh, altercation with Jordan Poole last week. He is going to come back to practice on Thursday. Um, he's been fined. He will not be suspended. I expect him to play Friday in our last preseason game and, and on opening night. Okay, so he'll be in there tomorrow. He'll be back practicing with the team tomorrow. He's been out for a solid week. Uh, he's been fined, but he'll be back in the building. He'll practice, and he'll play. So here's the question that I'm going to throw out there because I think it's kind of related with uh, what happened with Devontae Adams and what's going on with uh, Draymond Green. And the question is, would you rather find your star player or suspend him? Now, I'm not going to suggest that Draymond Green is the star of the Golden State Warriors. That would be foolish. And I'm not going to suggest that Devontae Adams is the star of the Las Vegas Raiders, though he's pretty high up there. But both involved with a physical altercation, Granted, I recognize there are varying you know, different levels of, of uh, physicality that was involved in consequences. But both are very meaningful parts of their team and what they want to try to do to be successful. So in, in this case, and I'm maybe unfairly lumping both of them together, but generally speaking, if you have a star player who's important to your team and your team's success, would you rather... Just have them pay a hefty fine, or do you suspend them and uh, risk some of the? You, know, you 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 may not be as successful while in their absence while they're away. Uh, the Golden State Warriors opted to fine Draymond Green. Now the Raiders they've been kind of quiet on what they're going to do about Adams and his incident. Uh, my guess is they're probably waiting to see if there's anything legal that's going to come of it. But uh, what would you rather do? you got a star player who has something like this that pops up. Not totally egregious. I mean, we've seen other things that are that are nasty. It's clear. It's obvious a suspension is, is warranted. But these kind of walk the line. You know, how hard do you want to come down on this? Um, and uh, for Golden State, they've opted to find Draymond Green. They wouldn't say and elaborate on the amount of money that he was being asked to pay. Did it matter that he had a self-imposed 
you know, banishment from the team for a week uh, for Draymond Green. Now, for Devontae Adams, immediately afterwards, he on his post game before he answered any questions, when he met with the media, he apologized to the person that got in his way and then he knocked to the ground. So immediately he apologized, took responsibility for his actions. So is that is that enough? Uh, or do you need to take the, the, the steps to suspend them and, and take a, a stronger um, a stronger route, send a stronger message to uh, to your, your players, to the league, and to everybody else that may be watching? Uh, 5980 texting in. If you suspend players, then ultimately don't they lose pay? So it's almost a double whammy. Uh, now that's, that's a good point. You can be suspended and you can... And now, I don't know if it's always the case. There's a, a point where you can be suspended, and there's a point where you can be suspended without pay. So I don't know if it's always when you're suspended, that means you're suspended without pay. Because if, if you don't play, you don't get your game check. And if you're not playing because of a disciplinary issue, uh, then it is, it, you're right, that could be a bit of a double whammy there. And there may be times where, uh, the infraction is egregious enough that, yeah, you're you're not playing and you're losing out on money. So losing out on money is, to some degree, about the same as having to pay a fine. Because if you're still going to play, you're still going to have that that cash coming to you. Uh, but uh, but getting it back from the organization, making a statement, making it hurt a little bit, sends a message. So, something to ponder today on our Would You Rather Wednesday. 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in on that. Uh, Well, also got some comments from from Jay Norvell today. Talking about his team. There's a change at the quarterback for Colorado State. Again, three games, three different quarterbacks for the Rams. They've had injuries and young players struggling. And uh, they got another freshman that's going to be under center uh, this Saturday. So a little bit more detail about who he is and how that's going to change the game plan for uh, Colorado State to what they want to try to do against the Aggies on Saturday. So we'll, we'll get into that. And uh, one of the players uh, weighed in as well. Uh, we had comments from Henry Blackburn. He's one of their defensive backs. And there has been there have been a lot of players especially some guys in his position room who have transferred just within the last week to 10 days. It's not been pretty at Colorado State. Uh, and so it's been a rough start to the season, and there are guys who have left. And that, in fact, there were more guys who decided they were going to leave earlier this week. And uh, they, they wait. Henry Blackburn does not pull any punches when talking about teammates bailing on his program. So interesting comments from them. We'll share that with you coming up here in a little bit as well. Uh, We have uh, Major League Baseball playoffs last night. Great games. Uh, Most of them happened before we went on the air or or while we were on the air. Uh, That uh, Astros three-run shot with uh, two outs, being down by two, ending up winning in in walk-off fashion. Pretty dramatic win for the Astros in Game One. Uh, the uh, the Dodgers close game there between 
them and the Padres. Phillies and Braves were close. Uh, Phillies eventually coming through and uh, distancing themselves, but still really close game. They're winning seven to six, and then the Yankees beating the Guardians four to one. Um, and uh, there were a number of guys who who played really well. Garrett Cole particularly very strong on the mound. So today, what are these series going to look like? And we're we're still waiting on one of the games to be played. The Phillies and Braves that was supposed to be played a while ago. But there's uh, been a lot of rain in Atlanta, so this game has been delayed for quite some time. Uh, coming up a little bit later on tonight at 6.30, it'll be the Padres at the Dodgers or Game 2 in that series. And then the other games will pick up uh, tomorrow with the Mariners at the Astros at 1.30 on TBS and the uh, Cleveland uh, at New York game at 5.30 on TBS. So... A couple different options for what's going on and updates with Major League Baseball with their playoffs uh, with the, these last few days. Uh, 5980, texting into the full court press. Uh, either way, if they lose money, talking about players being suspended or being fined, either way, if they lose money, it likely isn't substantial enough, more like a slap on the wrist with how much money stars make. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, but... I think stars, star athletes make a lot of money. And that's true. And I can't imagine seeing what they're, I don't know if they get paid bi-monthly or if it's just uh, once a month. But I, either way, I can't imagine what that paycheck looks like or that direct deposit looks like each time they receive it. And that's a lot of zeros. But still, all that being said, if you have to write out a fine and and take that money and you have to give it to give it back to your organization, that still hurts. You, know, you have to remember a lot of these guys they didn't come from money before they got into the NBA. So giving that money back, having to pay it back or write it and give it to somebody else, kind of against your will, different from writing it to a charity. Different from you know your own charitable cause or your own foundation, it it still hurts. They still feel it. Um, I I mean it's you, yes, you have to keep it in perspective. Uh, but I don't know how much it was, and uh, Golden State didn't disclose how much it was. My guess is it probably wasn't very much. Uh, it was more of a statement like, "Look, you you stayed away from us for a while, Draymond. You apologized." You said the right words, and that's all that matters. Because apparently, words mean more than actual actions. Because uh, that's what the NBA apparently you get punished more for words than you can for actions, and that's kind of crazy. Uh, One five three four, texting in the NBA just keeps giving me reasons to not watch anymore. You can punch a coworker with minimal repercussion. Yeah, uh, it, it's still. I still get the sense that Golden State, as an organization, is more upset that the video leaked than the fact that one of their players clocked one of their own guys, a co-worker, and uh, knocked him to the ground. They're more upset about that than uh, than the physical altercation. And I get it. Like We've talked about this. When, when you're playing a sport, especially at a high level, where... Guys are bumping into each other. Um, 
maybe on the low post or just guarding each other and football especially. Those are physical games. Those are physical sports. And tempers can flare a little, and you can do some pushing and shoving and getting in each other's faces. But what happened with Golden State is so different. That wasn't going on. Draymond was 25, 30 feet away and closed the distance, got in Poole's face. Poole basically pushed him out of the, out of the way, said, basically, you know, get out of my face. And then Draymond... You know, gives him a sucker punch. So how he gets away with that, what that really, honestly, what that tells me is that that Golden State team is is a fragile team. That, that tells me that's a fragile organization. That they realize that they, uh, you know, they, they need Draymond Green uh, in more ways than they're letting on. And uh, they don't want to do too much to upset that uh, relationship they may have with with Draymond Green. That's that's how I see it. If uh, if they're not willing to suspend him and take a hard line on having him just knock one of your own guys to the floor with a sucker punch, and you basically turn a blind eye, and they weren't going to do anything about it unless that video was released. They would have said, "Oh, we handled it internally," which means somebody pulled Draymond aside and said, "Hey, come on, dude, don't do that." And that's the end of the day. But um, no, the video gets released, and so they have to do something, and they have to react. But uh, that tells me they're kind of a fragile organization, and they uh, they're, they're trying to protect Draymond and his position with the team. Um, I don't know. Agree or disagree? Love to hear from you. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. We'll also hear more from uh, the Colorado State point of view. Getting ready for Utah State, Colorado State coming up on Saturday. Hear from the coach, some of the players. Get some of their thoughts about what they're seeing in Utah State, their position of where they're at, overcoming a long losing streak, getting their first win. And a, a kind of a look behind the numbers on who this team is for Colorado State and what uh, what are the Aggies going to be facing on Saturday in Fort Collins? Uh, and uh, another look at uh, the high school football schedule coming up later on tonight. Love to continue to get your thoughts. 435 339 Schreiber Foods wants to give a big thanks to the community for your support during their 50-year celebration. Thanks to you, they exceeded their goals for money raised and food donated for the Cash Food Pantry. Over 60,000 boxes of birthday cake mix was donated and thousands of dollars raised, all to help feed hungry families in our community. You also helped set a world record for the largest macaroni and cheese dish ever made, over 4,700 pounds, and it was delicious. In fact, so many people have asked for the recipe that you can now pick up that exact recipe at the Logan Schreiber Foods Office, 885 North, 600 West. Local restaurants donated proceeds like Texas Roadhouse, Chick-fil-A, Firehouse Pizza, Los Primos, Sabores, Tandoori Oven, and Cafe Sabor. They also want to thank their dedicated Triber Foods employees for all the difference you make in feeding the world and doing good through food. Again, thank you from everyone at Triber Foods. They couldn't have done it without you.
Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence and Cash Valley's newest and most up-to-date medical clinic located at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan, just south of Cash Valley Hospital. The entire staff and Dr. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art medical facility. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to cashvalleyent.com for details. Most insurance products, including select men are accepted. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers. And Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. You're first and goal at the 10-yard line with seconds left on the clock. Your running back is poised for the game-winning touchdown, but before you can make the snap, the opposing team just takes the ball and locks it in a safe, and they won't give you the combination unless you pay them $10,000. That's exactly how ransomware works. And in 2021, two out of every three organizations fell victim to ransomware attacks. Protect your business with Les Olson Security Suite from Les Olson IT. Learn more at lesolson.com. Hi, this is Tyler. Recently, my father passed away, and White Pine provided the funeral services for our family. They were friendly, thoughtful, and attentive to every detail. You know, it isn't often that a loved one passes away, so it was very important to my family that everything be handled just right. Because my dad was loved by so many people, we had a lot of family and friends that traveled from out of town. I really appreciate how White Pine Funeral Services made sure everyone was comfortable and that the focus was where it needed to be, on my dad and my family. They really took care of us during this tender time. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Valvoline Instant Oil Change is right across from Angie's in Logan. Stop in and get your vehicle serviced by trained professionals today or any day this week. They're now open on Sundays. Uh, 695 North Main in Logan. Quick, clean, and easy. How it should be when it comes to getting an oil change. Uh, getting an update on what's going on in girls' soccer playoffs. Looks like uh, Skyview running away from Dixie uh, in their matchup. Uh, they lead that one 5-1 to one, uh, so far from what uh, is being reported. Uh, keeping an eye on some other uh, games, just so you know what's going on. Um, the several teams from around here are in action. Uh, as uh, Logan is at Crimson Cliffs, Green Canyon is hosting Pineview, and besides Skyview and Dixie going on right now, uh, Bear River is at Cedar. So we'll try to get those details on those games as soon as we can. Ridgeline and Mountain Crest received first-round buys, so they play uh, they await their uh, opponents, find out who they will be later this afternoon, and then they will host games on Saturday. So stay tuned for that. We'll try to get those details uh, as soon as we can and pass them along to you. But Utah State football, uh, transitioning to the Aggies, getting ready to take on um, the, the uh, Colorado State Rams. We'll get to some of the comments from you know, Jay Norvell and some of his players but also just a reminder, if you want to weigh in, 
Uh, quickly, uh, texts in, says, uh, you nailed it, Eric. Golden State more upset the video leaked than the actual, uh, than the action. Uh, shameful. Yeah, I. it's it's really <laughs> disgusting and surprising to me. Um, it's, you know, I, I just don't understand the NBA and how it handles things anymore. Um, you know, I, I get that Ime Udoka had a, uh, uh, an inappropriate relationship since it was somebody uh, on the staff who was, you know, in a different um, you know, position in the organization below kind of where he was. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, you got to be really careful with those things and that can create a lot of drama and controversy, but the guy gets banned for a full year. It was a consensual relationship. Um, but then, you know, you have a player just totally, you know, hit a guy blindsided, side of the head, knocks him to the floor, and then goes after him even more. And you're not, you know, it's a fine and, and, and say you're sorry and you'll be back. And uh, the only reason why he's away is because he took himself away and uh, took himself out of the mix. So I just I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand the NBA and how it handles things. Uh, um, so, but you know what? If it, it's a would you rather Wednesday, you know, would you rather fine one of your star players if something inappropriate like this happens, or do you suspend them? Like Devontae Adams, would you rather suspend uh, Devontae Adams for an altercation with a fan, or or fine him? You know, I think in that case, the Raiders should just, sorry, dude, you know, uh, you got in his way. <laughs> I mean, you're on the field. You're in an area where the players are coming off. There, You should know where you can and cannot be. So, I mean, it doesn't excuse, like, pushing someone to the ground, but there's certain rules that you have to abide by when you're on the field. I mean, I've had plenty of field passes over the years. And there are designated areas where you should be and where you should not be, and you should always be aware of where the players are and not get in their way. That's a cardinal rule. Do not get in their way. The last thing you want to do is fumbling over something and a player not see you and run into you, and heaven forbid they get hurt you know, because of some silly person not paying attention. So I think this is being way overblown. With Devontae Adams, uh, I, I don't think it's being discussed enough with uh, Draymond Green. But with the uh, Utah State Aggies shifting to USU, uh, this is a team getting ready to take on Colorado State, who just got their first win of the season, first win in a long time for them. And it was an emotional game in their matchup against Nevada. Uh, former coaches, former players, uh, I mean, there was a lot on the line between these two teams. Colorado State um, has been a pretty decent team when it comes to penalties on the season. They didn't have any penalties against Michigan. They did have eight for 67 yards against Middle Tennessee State. They had 10 for 76 yards against Washington State. Only three penalties against Sacramento State in their loss there. But when they went to Nevada... 14 penalties for 136 yards. Whew. 
We're talking about undisciplined. Uh, that's a that's a real problem. Uh, and so that's you know, I, I get it. It's an emotional game. It's probably not. I wouldn't see that as a precursor to more on the way. I know Utah State's had its own own you know problems with penalties on their own, but I think they're getting better at that. But a lot of personal unsportsmanlike stuff in that game, and I'm I'm not shocked that that happened. I mean, it is. I mean, that is a lot. The fact that they were able to win despite giving away that, those many yards is more of a testament to how bad Nevada is. But um, you know, this is also a team that is prone to turnovers. I know the Aggies are a little bit too, but they had three turnovers last week. They had one fumble. They threw two interceptions. It kind of baffles me how it was that they, they won last week. With all those penalties, three turnovers, they were one for 11 on third down, uh, they only threw for 78 yards at Nevada, but they did rush for 177. So some surprising numbers uh, with Colorado State last week in their matchup at Nevada. And despite all of that, they found a way to win. Um, but even after the victory on on Saturday, they come home. And on Monday, a couple of players announced that they're leaving the team. They're quitting on their team because really when you announce you're in the transfer portal now, this point of the season, you're announcing you're quitting on your guys. You can't officially put your name in the portal until December, but you're officially backing out and quitting on your team if you announce it at this point. And Colorado State has had a number of guys announce that they're quitting on their team. Now, earlier in the season, it was a wide receiver, Dante Wright. Uh, last week, it was a defensive back, Robert Floyd, who had a decent year last year. This year, only had two tackles in the games that he played. But on Monday, probably the biggest blow, another defensive back, uh, Taiwan Francis, who had 32 tackles and two pass breakups so far this year. I uh, also had wide receiver Garrick Robinson announce that he's leaving, but he really hadn't done much. But um, it was a, some interesting... Uh, moves there uh, from from uh, Colorado State, having some of these guys announce that they're quitting on their team. And that defensive secondary was already kind of thin, and now they had a couple of guys announcing that they're they're leaving. And um, that's it's going to be interesting because this is a Utah State offense that um, should have a lot of opportunities in the passing game to go after uh, a, a relatively inexperienced and problematic uh, uh, secondary. And uh, Coach Jay Norvell gives a bit of a preview on that Utah State offense and how that can be a challenge for his Colorado State Rams. We're very excited uh, to come back home and to play a, you know, a really competitive Utah State team. I think this team is extremely well coached. Blake Anderson, I've played him before in bowl games and and just have known him a long time. I have a lot of respect for him and his teams. And um, I just really think this is a hard-playing team that's getting better. Um, you know, they won a big game this weekend. They've had some issues, uh, had to play different quarterbacks. Um, but they won a really important game last week against Air Force and, and seemed to have found themselves. Uh, you know, they're a spread offensive team. Um, you know, uh, Cooper Legas is their quarterback right now. 
uh, did a nice job last yesterday, uh, yesterday or last weekend, excuse me. Uh, Calvin Tyler's a running back, number four. He's a strong, compact, good, good, shifty back. Brian Cobbs, wide receiver, number eight, leads him in receiving. And their big tackle, Alfred Williams, is a big, strong offensive lineman that's got 48 starts. You know, they, they kind of spread things out. They go fast. They make you cover their wide receivers. And then they do a good job of running the football downhill. And so, yeah, he's, uh, he certainly knows what Utah State does offensively and the challenge that's going to pose for his, uh, for his defense. And with some of those changes and, and players quitting on the, on the back end for uh, Colorado State, I, I think it's going to put more of an emphasis on what their front seven tries to do uh, to be disruptive against the Aggies. And that will definitely be an in, uh, a point of emphasis, I could imagine, for Colorado State. And, you know, for good reason. Look, they've got some, they've got some serious dudes up front. Uh, Muhammad Kamara, uh, he's, uh, he leads the, uh, the conference in sacks. He's got four and a half sacks so far on the year. Um, it's, uh, you go with that and uh, eight tackles for loss overall uh, on the season. Uh, they've also you know, got some other guys that have been able to force some fumbles. Jack Howell has uh, forced a fumble. And a couple of guys who've been able to recover some, uh, like Cameron Carter, uh, Muhammad Kamara, uh, Mukendi Wakalonji. So they've got a number of guys who are pretty active in trying to create turnovers and, and, and uh, grab those in. Jack Howell leads the conference in total tackles on the year. Uh, averaging 11.25, and uh, I guess he leads in uh, and the average per game. Um, Austin Akik uh, uh, Ajake from UNLV, he actually leads the conference in uh, total tackles, but uh, Jack Howell is uh, he's averaging over 11 tackles per game, and uh, they've got uh, they've got some uh, some defensive backs and linebackers that are still there, they're going to make life kind of tough for Utah State. So there's going to be an emphasis on that front seven to try to slow down the Aggies. Uh, we'll get more on what uh, Coach Jay Norvell had to say, what some of his players had to say uh, as well, looking at the matchups. We want to continue to get your your uh, text. What do you have to say? 435-339-0321. Uh, 8968 texting in. I don't know why a fan would get away uh, uh, get in the way of a football player. It doesn't sound healthy. So it wasn't it wasn't a fan. It was uh, somebody on the field. Looked like he had some kind of a, a a pole or some kind of tripod that would have been something to mount a, a camera or a light onto it. And he's running around on the field or near the 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 tunnel going into the locker room. And he runs right into the, the space of Devontae Adams. And Adams just all of a sudden sees somebody there and pushes him out of the way. So you got to have some better awareness about what's going on. And I, I think that's more of the problem on the, the, the camera guy or the equipment guy than Devontae Adams. Now, I'm not trying to excuse Adams. I mean, you shouldn't put your hands on somebody like that and throw him to the ground. But he is trying to push him out of his way. I don't think he intended to throw him to the ground, but still, when you're a slight person of slight build and you go up against a 
large NFL football player, chances are you're going to lose uh, that, <laughs> with that, with that bump in the hallway, so to speak. Uh, 5879, texting in. He got Lagat's name and Alfred Edwards' names wrong. He doesn't know this team. Yeah, it's, it's funny. He, he called them Cooper Legas. I think he called him Alfred uh, Williams in that clip. Thank you for reminding me. I was going to point that out, and uh, I totally forgot about that But because uh, I was checking off something else that uh, I've got for later. But, yeah, he did He did mispronounce some of these guys. And, and when we do a defensive clip, he doesn't even, he doesn't even try to pronounce A.J. Vongpachan's name. But, uh, look, I'm, I can't totally fault him for you know, taking a pass on A.J.'s last name. It's unique. Not everybody would know how to pronounce that, but somebody like you know, the starting quarterback for the opposing team and the right tackle or left tackle, excuse me, who's been there forever. I mean, you should know who these guys are. So kind of kind of funny, but uh, anyway, that's Jay Norvell. I uh, will hear more from him and his players as they preview and, and prepare for Utah State coming up this Saturday. Kickoff will be at five o'clock. Our pregame coverage will start at three thirty here on the Fan and on KVNU. And then as soon as the game is over, we'll have Aggie call on both KVNU and the fan and wrapping up and uh, reacting to what happened to the Utah State Aggies at Colorado State Rams uh, later on on Saturday night. So more of that ahead coming up next here on the Full Court Press. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. This October is our 14th year anniversary. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary date. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring or anniversary ring shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have thousands of designs to choose from, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached and no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Bloom Eatery. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Bloom is on us. Make date night special. Make it Jarek's. Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10. is tasty and quick. Elements lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 1130 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 1130 to 9 p.m. Visit the Elements restaurant.com for reservations today. Advanced Heating and AC, the two-time gold medal winner in Best in Northern Utah. They're teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you the best furnace units available, and now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns cash valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, 752-7272. Or stop by their showroom west of DI and online at advancedheating-ac.com. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Did you know there is a store in Logan where you can confidently use your HSA or FSA to buy the medical supplies your family needs? I'm Zach at HSA Depot, where you can conquer your health care. Celebrate National HSA Awareness Day this Saturday at HSA Depot and receive a free $20 first aid kit that you can use in your home, car, or recreational vehicle. Come in this Saturday, October 15th, between 10 and 2, for a free first aid kit at HSA Depot, right next door to Jay's Jungle. HSA Depot, five-star review. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. My simple solution to their problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, 
Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We got to finish drives um, and we got we to gotta play at a higher level at quarterback. I mean, we're playing with a young kid. It's not, it's not our standard, um, but we've got to continue to play with better fundamentals at that position and better decision making and and um, and complete more routine passes. Yeah, that was Jay Norvell, critical of his quarterbacks. It but I mean you've had young quarterbacks in there. You've had a, a rotating door of uh, quarterbacks coming in and out. This is be the third game in a row with a different quarterback under center for Colorado State. Uh, it's going to be uh, Giles Pooler, who will start this week. He announced that today. Now, in his press conference on Monday, he seemed to cast some suspicion that uh, the uh, uh, Clay Millen might still be out. Uh, Braden Fowler Nicolosi started in his place last week, but he was dinged up a little bit. And so... He was like, look, we're going to have some other guys probably get some minutes. And uh, so now it's going to be Giles Pooler and different style quarterback there. He's six foot five freshman and uh, associate head coach and quarterbacks coach Matt Mooney earlier this week said, the thing I love is he's very knowledgeable about the offense. Giles knows our offense, knows our system. Going to give us a little bit more of the ability to check some plays too. But here's what interesting thing he said to say. He says, Giles has a good arm. Now, is Giles mobile? No. We're going to have to sit in the pocket and throw strikes, and he knows that. So you got a, a young quarterback coming in for the first time with a, a, a pass rush from Utah State that's eager to get after it. Um, and so you know, interesting situation lining up here for Utah State. And, in fact, this is what uh, Jay Norvell had to say about that Utah State defense and what he sees in the uh, in the Aggies and the, the challenges that they're going to pose to his Colorado State Rams. Defensively, they've done a good job. They played awfully hard. They played some good teams in the preseason. Uh, but, but they're led by number nine, Daniel Grishik. Daniel is a kid that we recruited as a walk-on out of L.A. at Nevada. He was a outstanding player for us there you know and we're again we're playing another Nevada guy um, this week on defense uh, number 27 Hunter Reynolds uh, also excellent player and number 10 AJ I'm not going to try to pronounce his name but he does an amazing job on defense at linebacker really active team physical physical defense extremely aggressive a lot of man coverage um, so we're going to have to do a good job yeah, interesting comments there about Daniel Grishik, who was originally uh, part of that Nevada team and put his name in the portal last year. 
opted to come to Utah State instead of following the coach and a number of his teammates to Colorado State. But this is this is a, a Colorado State team that struggles in a lot of categories. Uh, I went through and you know, the, the uh, Mountain West, they release uh, uh, updated numbers through uh, you know, th- you know various games that are played for all their conference members and how well they do in various different statistical categories, scoring offense, pass efficiency, total defense, PAT attempts, sacks by kickoff coverage. I mean, there's a lot of different categories. I tallied it up. There are like 74 different categories that they track. And then they, you can see where your, your school ranks among ver- its peers in the conference. Well, Colorado State finished last or second to last in 35 of 74 categories. Not to say that the Aggies were perfect and that they didn't end up in some of those. And they're, they're near the bottom of a few. You know, rushing touchdowns, they're second to last in the league. They're second to last in pass defense efficiency. Utah State is second to last in field goals attempted and made in, in those two categories. Uh, they're last in uh, you know the turnovers. And so Utah State's had a few warts of their own, but not 35 of 74, nearly half of all of these different statistical categories that are tracked by the Mountain West. Colorado State is last or second to last. So they've had a rough rough go of the season so far. Uh, more from Coach Norvell from some of his players. Interesting comments from... Uh, Henry Blackburn, who's in the secondary, who's had a number of his teammates quit on the team, and what he has to say about it. Um, interesting comments from him. Love to see if you agree or disagree with what he had to say about having his teammates transfer away. That's next on the Full Court Press. Crystal Vision, the two-time gold medal winner in Best of Northern Utah, just got back from a Las Vegas buying show. They were able to see and buy the newest eyeglass frames, styles, and trends for 2023. Stop in today and check out what's new in the eyeglass frame world. Remember to take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Nobody has the style and fashion to choose from like Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Don't get caught without power after a windstorm or a major winter freeze. Golden Spike Electric offers Generac backup generators so you can be prepared and keep your home warm while avoiding frozen pipes. Golden Spike Electric is one of the largest Generac dealers around, so you know it'll be installed right. Whether you're a homeowner or an electrician, contact Golden Spike Electric to rest easy the next time the power goes out. Online at gsegenerators.com or call 435-257-3016. They also service other models. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business, and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. 
Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs, with competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think young, drive young. Following the local teams, it's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. By the way, shout out to the Skyview Bobcats. Their girls soccer team just took down Dixie 5-1. Courtesy to Jason Turner for the score update. Uh, so the Skyview Bobcats will travel to Millville on Saturday to take on number two Ridgeline. So that game started a little bit earlier than most. Uh, games were originally scheduled to start at four, but I know some of these moved up their timelines because teams from Southern Utah like to try to get back home. So it's a up, play the game, and go back home all in one day for some of these. Um, but other games going on, Green Canyon hosting Pineview. Bear River is at Cedar. And Logan is at Crimson Cliffs. So as soon as we find some scores on those, we'll pass those along for you. Uh, but interesting comments that were made earlier this week from uh, Henry Blackburn. He's a defensive back for Colorado State. And he's kind of the, an elder statesman for their team. He doesn't really show up in a lot of you know, significant statistical categories on what he does. But uh, he's an experienced guy, well-spoken. I could see why they would have him you know, be a part of the press conference. But um, when asked about uh, more players announcing this week that they were tr uh, leaving the program, this is what he had to say. You know, all those guys, they have all their reasons. And honestly, I don't care about any, any of it. You know, I care about the guys who are here, and we care about each other. And, and we want to be with, around the guys who want to be here, who want to be the difference, who want to make the changes around here. We don't want, to, we don't, we don't want guys on the team who, who are one foot in, one foot out, who aren't going to give it their all, who are going to have a different agenda. We, want, we only want the guys on this team who, who, are, who are rough, tough guys. And the beautiful thing about football is it, it doesn't build character. It exposes character. And so we saw that when things got hard around here, we saw a lot of guys quit. And I'm honestly glad we got rid of that, got rid of those type of guys because now we now we get to see who's who's really tough and who's really who's really about it. And that's something that that I find as a blessing in disguise. All right, you know what? I I, I kind of like the guy. I don't disagree with him at all. Uh, but it's interesting. He's not the only one who mentioned that there were guys who had their own agendas. Uh, Jay Norvell touches on that as well, but. Uh, so interesting comments, though, but that there's a number of players in the middle of the season and early in the season announcing that they're quitting on their team. And like, if you do it within the first four games that you play, I get that you know there's a chance to salvage a, a year of eligibility. But you know, where Colorado State is now have five games played and getting ready for their sixth. 
just odd timing that they do it now and that uh you're you that you're backing out at this point so not uh not classy uh 6543 quickly how has Colorado State gone from so good to so bad does the transfer portal had anything to do with it uh mm, no i think it's a lot been about coaching they've had some bad coaching the last few years uh we'll come up with more of that next hour Did stick th- around I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The first game of Major League Baseball's divisional round always brings some overreactions. And when you look at it, it makes sense. Historically, teams who take game one in a best-of-five series have gone on to win that series just over 71% of the time. But although the league's history may not instill much confidence in yesterday's losing teams, it's still hard to count them out. The Braves, the defending World Series champs, starting lineup that hits for average and power. The Mariners came into October as one of the hotter teams in the game. The Guardians have a talented roster and a great manager. The Padres are loaded with star power. No matter how well these teams did during the regular season, history is not on their side right now. But with the amount of talent scattered across the postseason this year, it's going to be hard to count out any of those teams that lost yesterday in their series. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 